Hi, we are Mel and Josie, and we're here to tell you that no matter how much it feels like you are screwing up every single part of your goddamn life, actually, you're doing great, sweetie. How are you? Oh, you know, it's the same. Such over and over. a redundant. I so it's such a redundant <laughs> question, though, isn't it? How are you? Um, I feel really dumb every time I ask it because everyone's shit at the moment. Everyone. Yes, but also it's so weird starting a podcast in lockdown because <laughs> there's no new information really. Like all I ever have to talk to you about is shows. Yeah, which, which I have one today, but. And also, yeah, we're all just feeling shit constantly. But, yeah, yeah. You know, I've had a better week than most. I'm moving, so I've been packing, which gives you something to do, and weeding. Oh, my God, I never knew weeds are just, like, they're obviously weeds. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't really think about the fact that because they're weeds, they're difficult to remove. And that's, like, how they get their negative connotation. <laughs> yes, they're really hard to get out of the ground. You just don't think about these things and then... You suddenly have to remove them and you're like, well, fuck, you really got in there. <laughs> um, so I've been trying to get all these weeds out from between the bricks in my rental property because we've just let them go for an entire year. Uh, so that's been really fun. Yeah, that my mom would have a field day. Yeah. <laughs> Why are moms so obsessed with weeding? I'm not no. a gardener. Like my parents, yeah, my parents are both avid gardeners and Julian is too. His dad's a landscaper, so... That makes sense. And Julian like potters around the garden outside our building, which is not our garden. It's the <laughs> building's garden. And like strata are supposed to do stuff, but he likes pottering and I just can't get into it. It's yeah. too dirty. No, I like I'm dirt. the same. And I find that like <laughs> it's so gross all the things that grow in plants, on plants, under plants. I don't want to deal with aphids. I don't want to mm. deal with worms. No. I don't want to deal with it. Worms Burn are disgusting. All, Burn all insects. No. Nah. we've said <laughs> time on different podcasts that we do. Um, we have. That's the, the common denominator of all our podcasts is that all bugs yes. belong in hell yes. and not on earth, especially huntsmen. Especially cockroaches, really. Cockroaches and huntsmen equal first. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a uh a sort of advice question okay. that has nothing to do with the podcast <laughs> and also is something I definitely should be asking you in our own time. But I'm thinking, so my new place that I'm moving into doesn't have like mosquito netting, what are they called? Fly screens. Fly oh, screens. God. Yes. So yes. I know. Well, they have them in the windows but not on the door and it's big doors that open to the balcony and I'm like, well, summer, I want to open it up, air flow, blah, blah. Do you think yep. I should get? One of those dangly, cool 70s, like, beaded yes. um, yeah. things. Will that work to keep cockroaches out if I put it over the bit where I could open the door and then there's just that hanging there? What do you um, think? I mean, it's definitely going to deter them more than just having a big wide open door. True. Like, it's not foolproof. It's not like the mosquito netting. 
but mm. it's something like it's a little bit of extra protection and for yeah. that reason I back it but you know okay. cockroaches are pretty determined so they are and like I don't want it sitting on there oh. that's just as bad oh it's my god there and crawling between <laughs> the bits of oh, oh. anyway I hate um, them but we're gonna jump into it today because we well basically because we're doing this uh on a time limit. <laughs> Lunch break, baby. <laughs> Lunch break recording. We love to see it. Um, but something else that we both have been doing a lot in lockdown and mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. is cooking. Yes. And it is It is hard. It, <laughs> it is, is hard. if you're not like the biggest fan of it but you still want to not starve to death um, yes. and you want to survive, it's pretty crucial. Um, to cook food. And I hate that about it (laughs) i hate that i would love to be rich yes and have a chef i think a chef i think i would go house cleaner first Mm. then chef especially like with a particular focus on the bathroom for me yeah just just a bathroom house bathroom cleaner just like (laughs) bathroom specialist Just the ones like they're just sitting out, you know, when you go in America, not here, you go to like a, a particularly fancy restaurant and they have like a person that yes, the toilet, that, but in my <laughs> that house. That in my house. A hundred percent. And yes, personal chef. And it's so funny because a friend of mine tweeted or Instagrammed or Facebooked the other day mm. and she was just kind of musing about life and said that she would definitely get a personal chef if she was rich. And yeah. Honestly, same. It's just such an annoying hassle. I think what's difficult, (laughs) and particularly at the moment, because I feel like I've always enjoyed cooking my own food to a degree, like if it's in in normal times, before times, (laughs) um, I enjoyed cooking like a few times a week, maybe like like the majority of the week. So probably like your, you know, maybe it would be like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Wednesday would be leftovers, and then like Thursday would get takeout, mm. and then Friday night would be like pasta night, which is so fucking easy, and then weekend you're out and stuff, so you're eating yeah. out or you're eating takeout or something, like usually like a Porto's after going out to the club or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I feel like now with nothing to do, it mm. almost – it's weird because this happened to me last lockdown too. I want to support restaurants, right? And I normally am quite a big takeout person. But because there's nothing to do, you almost feel this guilt like you need to constantly be cooking your own meals yes. because you have the time to do it. Like you're getting – you're literally getting home time is just turning off the computer. Yeah, and like getting out no of your chair. There's yeah, no commute so. at all. And there's nothing to do. You're not going out anywhere. You don't have any real things to do. So you're like, oh, I should probably cook. And But I'm just getting to this point where I'm like, okay, so my first gripe with it <laughs> from my end okay. is fucking recipes. Like there are not enough recipes in the world. There's so many and yet not enough. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like – I have things that I can make that I love, right? Like I have this mm. chicken salad, which is this lemony sage mustard chicken, and then you just cook it and then you put it on a salad. Yum. Then I do the same chicken but with peppercorn cream sauce, also yum. Ooh. Then I do a chicken pot pie, so there's a lot of chicken going on. Um, and then I can also do like, you know, spaghetti bolognese and stuff. But it's like that's kind of like the end of the recipes that I just like that are easy healthy 
and like you know because I, like I, I know it sounds dumb because I know there's like so many recipes out there but when you're trying to eat I feel like when you then whittle in like it's like the scene in not that this is such a stale reference but in um how to be single like, how which I love happen? weirdly it has 17 spices in it that maybe <laughs> just cancel each other she's out got all of the peanuts <laughs> and she's like this is all like the men a- in New York but then you have to take out the ones that are married and the ones that are gay and the ones that are like fuck boys and whatever and you get it oh, down yeah. to like one tiny peanut that's what yes. it's like because if you start factoring yes. in like well I don't like Vietnamese food weirdly I just don't like Vietnamese specifically yes. I don't like Chinese food um I don't like um french food i want to eat healthy i want lots of veggies in there i don't really eat like red meat very much Mm. you know like you take out all the things and then you're not left with many recipes ah yes (laughs) Mm. no i don't like it either yeah we are lying there yes me too (laughs) Mm. Yeah, yeah, Julian loves Japanese food. I don't like it. Julian loves seafood. I'm not like that fast. Plus, you don't really oh, cook yum. seafood. It's more of a going yeah. out thing. And Delicious. I'm also someone that could just eat the same thing a lot. Like, I don't really get that bored. Whereas no, neither. You factor in a partner, mm. Julian, who would get bored, but also doesn't really cook. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Julian, <laughs> you're not allowed to like, be like that and then not cook. You have to. I know. <laughs> You're just left with, like you said, just not many options. And, like, if you look for new options, it's like sun, suddenly you need 5,000 ingredients that you don't just have. Yes. Whereas if you make the yes. same thing every week, then you, I know that I have curry powder and peanut butter for my satay chicken. I know that I have whatever for whatever other food, like all my chili spices. I've got all that. But as soon as I start branching out, it's like, oh, suddenly I need coriander seeds. Mm. I don't have coriander seeds. And then it start. Then you go and you spend sixty dollars on the ingredients. It's not that good. Yeah. And you could have just got takeaway or made your satay chicken for twenty bucks. I know. I know. That's what irritates me. Nothing's more annoying than a recipe that requires like seventeen spices, and they're like mm. fifteen of them you don't have in your cupboard, and then they're like two dollars fifty <laughs> per pop. So you're like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> But then it adds up and suddenly you've spent like $25 on new spices and then you make the recipe and then you don't like the recipe. And so now I just have cardamom in my cupboard for no reason until it goes like hard and like baked. Because yeah. in the- <laughs> you're like, oh, I'll buy the spices now because I'll use them again. And then you never fucking use them I again. Know. And like that recipe somehow with 17 spices ended up tasting like nothing. Yeah. And you're like, how did that happen? I don't it has 17 spices in it that maybe just cancelled each other out. <laughs> just but I'm, taste like a thing. I'm so like you like that. Like when I find a recipe that I like, I can eat it every fucking day. So at the moment oh, yeah. I'm really into those two chicken, like the peppercorn yes. and the yes. sage mustard. And honestly, I could eat it every fucking meal. I could just keep going. Yes. And Tom's, Tom's the same. He doesn't like it. And so then it's like, but Tom really loves like um, – like Asian meals so he and which I do too like I like Thai I like Mm. Malaysian um I like Japanese but I don't like Vietnamese Tom's favorite is Vietnamese oh yes where he's like can I please make a fur tonight and I'm like I really hate fur I'm like the only person in the world I swear no I don't like it either right okay good we're lying there because I love laksa um me too I love Tom Yum (laughs) 
but I do like, and I know they're different cuisines, but as in, I love a lot of Asian soups. I just don't like fur. That's the only one I don't like mm. particularly. Yeah, Julian loves Japanese food. I don't like it. Julian yeah. loves seafood. I'm not like that fast. Plus you don't really cook seafood. Yeah. It's more of a going out thing, but like I hate prawns on pizza and he loves oh, it. Yuck. Who prawns so and like, pizza is such know. a chaotic combo? It's evil. And that's, we could do a full episode on how that's mm. evil because I have so many thoughts. But yeah, it's hard when you like don't really. Uh, Julian does cook, but I feel like he is one of those people that tackles a big recipe. Like, yes. He like Googles something that he feels like and then he makes it and we don't eat till 9 p.m. But like, mm. I admire his effort. <laughs> the, other, the other night, yeah. actually, he cooked. Because I worked in the office and I haven't done that obviously in forever, but I had to go in there and I was kind of late home and I didn't even go past the shop. So I was like, oh, I'll just find something in the freezer. Like there'll be something. And I came home and he was both um, wrangling Rosa and cooking the same oh my time. God. And it was this Jamie Oliver tuna pasta that he used to make. That was his one thing that he yeah, used to yeah. make years ago and we haven't had it for years and it's delicious. Oh, yum. I want this recipe. He got it on the table in a very timely manner and it was such a nice thing to not have to be the one thinking. And, yeah. And I think for me another reason why I'm like my mum where I'm actually pretty good at cooking. Like I love baking mm-hmm. and I love cooking if it's like, oh, it's Sunday, I'm going to make a shepherd's pie because it's like mm-hmm. it's on my terms and it's like a fun thing that I wanted to make and assemble and it's delicious and it's a treat. It's like the weeknight that gets to me. I just don't enjoy cooking. Like I'm good at it but I don't enjoy the process and I mm-hmm. think for me I did not have a dishwasher for nine years yes. when I lived at my old place. That's a big so one. So for me it was like I'm cooking this but now I'm going to have to deal with the consequences, which is the fucking dishes, which I hate. I, I hate doing the dishes. But I also hate leaving the dishes to just sit there because I hate cockroaches. Mm. So that all comes back full <laughs> circle. And now I have a dishwasher, so I'm actually cooking a lot more at this house than I did at the other yeah. place I've found. Yeah, because I don't have a dishwasher. And right. I definitely find that is a big part of like a big recipe then involves, you know, because pots in the sink, it's not so much that I'm anti-cleaning up. It's that washing up big things like pots, pans, Mm, like mm. trays, they're hard to wash in the sink. Like no one is making sinks out here that are big enough for fucking cooking stuff. It's like half your pots hanging out. You've got to do it in halves. (laughs) Oh, it's so shit. Especially the baking tray. If you get oil on the tray, God help you. It's all over the floor. It's just happening. Yeah. And like, only the dishwasher is hot enough to get that oil off. Yeah. If you're just doing well, it by hand. Can I tell you, Steelo is my hack? new best friend. Oh, Steelo's great. I'm obsessed yeah. with them. I am addicted to them. Stilo they fuck good. my hands up so bad. <laughs> like I have the worst eczema <laughs> on my hand. And also I'm like now thinking about it, I'm like, I don't see how these are that good for the environment. That soap is definitely like the most caustic shit I've ever seen in my life. It's inside. <laughs> And then I'm like, I'm, yeah. am I buying too much Stilo? Is this becoming like an environmental issue? But I love them because I'll use one for a whole meal. So say I made like the chicken pot pie, the, the mm. pot is fucked because it's got all this gunky chicken all over it. Then the tray is yep. fucked because it's got all the burned like pot, like mm, yes. <laughs> pastry around it. So if I, I just go through one whole Stilo on those two and then they're like sparkling clean, happens in two seconds. That's a good hack. Then it goes in the bin. Yeah. Mm. it's a real like 
ye olde thing. And this is the thing with cooking is I think it still really falls to the women. And it's a weird yes. thing because Tom really likes cooking. And if I said to him, hey, I don't really feel like cooking tonight, he would cook 100%. But I have, feel this innate thing, like I'm still the homemaker, like in, inside yes. me somewhere is this little ye olde milkmaid. And I'm constantly, I want to be the homemaker. You want to provide yeah. for your man. <laughs> yes, I'm like a 50s housewife. Yeah, it's that's... That's probably part, like, I reckon we do a a whole episode on the mental load, which is all yes. the invisible work that women do and the way that we just think. Because I, and I was talking about this with my mum's group last night, I think that we're kind of a bridging generation where we we still buy into those mm-hmm. gender roles. And I don't think our kids will because I think it's definitely changing. But I think we're still in between where we're like, fuck that, I don't want to cook every night. It's 2021 and I work full time and it's not like it was for my grandma. But then part of us is like, oh, but I still need yes. to. And our partners are like super helpful and do heaps more than our dads and their dads did around the house and like with the kid and stuff. But it's still like you still kind of have to ask the question for them to do it. They don't I agree. Like- and I think it's not. it's not that like – Like, I get that you should have to ask somebody to get them to do something in the sense that they can't read your mind. But it's like you said, like, it's the, it's inherit, it's the inherited load or something. It's like, it's like I, because this is my first year of living with a partner. And Mm. so prior to this, I was always the housemate or, you know, the daughter or whatever. So it's been, it's been a real eye opener in that sense, because Tom is really helpful. And again, like I know Julian is like, it's not like they have the like chauvinistic attitude that they, you know, they're expecting us to like be in like a little like lingerie suspender set when they come home (laughs) with like a roast chicken on a tray with vegetables around it. And like then the baby cries and you have to go deal with it, not them. It's not like that. It's just that I think, like you said, I think we're a bridging generation. And so we are still a little bit stuck in, you know, we just naturally gravitate towards those things to a degree. Like mm-hmm. I naturally gravitate to being the washing person. I do everyone's washing. I do Tom's washing. And he often says, you don't need to do my washing, but it's like, I just do it. It's like, I can't just like help yeah. myself. Um, I'm the vacuumer. I'm always vacuuming the house. Um, and Tom is the garbage remover, you know? And it's like, that's weird too. (laughs) I've removed garbage before in my life. That's a manly job. He's like, I'll do the manly job of taking the bins out. (laughs) It's so weird. And I think I, but I also do think it comes down to like, what do you like your, in your house? Like, do you want to eat those healthy meals? Because Mm. I do also find that like, if the other person living with you or whatever, could just eat pasta every night, then it yes. does kind of end up falling to you because they don't care, but then they'll eat your food anyway. Like even when Kate and I lived yeah. together, it was like she was definitely the healthier one. And so she'd always be bitching to me because she'd been like, I just want to make a fucking salad, like stop eating lasagna all the time, <laughs> you know, um, which even that just to segue again. like the pasta thing right because this is and this is kind of a serious conversation but then it's also kind of a funny one in Mm. that I will never forget I watched one of those I will forget the documentary but I will never forget the thing in the documentary I think it was a Michael Moore one oh yeah but it also could have been Super Size Me 
It really could be any any possible documentary from the 2000s about America. <laughs> okay. um, right. But it was specifically about food and health. Mm. And it was like they did an experiment of going to the shops to buy, like, say, salad products versus going to yes. the shops to buy, yes. like, pasta and pre-made meals. Yeah. And it was, like, it literally worked out to be, like, five bucks could feed you for, mm-hmm. like, days, like, almost a week. If all yep. you bought was like processed food, packaged food, I think it was like even a Macca's order was compa- compared to like like a family yep. Macca's meal compared to like going to the shops and buying like mm-hmm. whole foods. And yep. this is to me the inherent issue with everything to do with our health and dieting and cooking and all that bullshit at the moment. It's so fucking expensive to be healthy. Yes. It is a privileged yeah. thing to be healthy. You cannot fundamentally eat a whole foods organic health life if you mm-hmm. are not rich like yep. it is impossible yeah and that's so true you know and then I think about it and it's kind of fucked up and I wonder where that changed and it would have been somewhere around the industrial revolution surely I don't even know what that means what is the industrial <laughs> I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I sounded so smart and then I ruined it <laughs> I should have just kept going. I sounded so good. No one would have questioned me. No, no one one's listening that you. knows what the Industrial Revolution is. We just say it. What I just even is that? Things with the smoke coming out of them. That's what yes. it is. And people <laughs> marching into the ground to mine stuff. Um, no, <laughs> it's got to be somewhere around that period because when you think about it, like ye olde times, Mm. I'm a grocer, I'm the town grocer, <laughs> and I'm going to sell you vegetables. And then you're going to yeah. walk over to the baker and he's going to sell you the bread. Yes. And then and you then walk the over to the butcher. And then, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. It's about like those big corporations and like big grocery. <laughs> yeah, big grocery, like big, big pharma. <laughs> it's like they've got the monopoly and they decide you know, what their prices will be and what's mm. cheap and what's not. And I think that's a very good point that it is like, you know, when you go on those health kicks and you go and buy everything, you're like, spend 200 bucks. Oh, my <laughs> God, like, yes. Well, I could like, have bought pasta and a tin of pasta sauce for literally oh. $5. And it's and delicious. And I want to eat that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I would happily eat every fucking night of the week, Josie. Pasta. I could happily eat. Yes. Fucking spirals. Oh yeah. Pasta spirals. The cheapest Coles fucking brand one, the Coles and brand. Pesto one. jar. <laughs> yes. And that is going to cost me $4. And I will yeah. eat that every night of the fucking week if I could. And then I would oh have white bread. God. I would have my Wonder White. And I would eat it with like. Yes. Or Vegemite like craft peanut for breakfast. <laughs> oh, Nutella. Do you know what I mean? Like I could happily, yes. happily live that way. But it's I like just know hard. that if I do, I will literally collapse on the floor and die at like 45 at this point because <laughs> the, the amount of carb that will be in my body will be insane. But that's it. And like also um, it's, it's kind of just this weird thing. Like I went to this health retreat, right, mm. which was a work thing. And it was really interesting because, like, I ate incredibly healthy, incredibly, like, considered meals the entire time. It was very, like, one singular grain of, you know, Ayurvedic rice (laughs) on here and then we're going to put one, like, activated almond on the side and then a sauce made of, you know, tahini and and a lemon grown under the sun of Tuscany again. (laughs) Tuscan lemon is back. Our mushroom. (laughs) But now it's a lemon. 
you know, and it was like really delicious, amazing. It made me feel amazing. I felt great. I was the least bloated I'd ever Mm. felt. I was had so much energy and I felt like I just I can't explain how good I felt when I was eating these meals that someone prepared for me using the best possible ingredients. So I came back to Sydney and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to be this person. And I'm like dragged onto the shops. I'm going around the health shop. Asking buying. for Tuscan lemons. Yeah, I bought all of the ingredients, all the seeds and the nuts and the bone broth and the fucking – it was literally $250. Yes, yes. And it's gone now. It's all been used. <laughs> and I'm like, that's – I can't live like this. No. And I'm not – like, I know I'm in a privileged position. I make enough money mm. that I can buy fucking spell every time they drop clothes. So, <laughs> oh, you know what yes. I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm very aware that, like – my position is privileged. So if I can't eat at that level, mm. then literally the top 1% can eat like that. Yeah. And then you just think, fuck, that just adds a new layer of shittiness to cooking and eating and all of that stuff, you know? Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I just feel like it's a very parent thing to go to the shops and do a big grocery shop. I feel like my friend Amber might do it and I don't know how she's disorganized <laughs> yes. or like thinks ahead and – Maybe I, I think I have asked her in the past, like, did she sit and go, okay, Monday we're having stir fry, Tuesday we're having steak, Wednesday we're having spag bowl, Thursday mm. we're having nachos. Like, I don't know. But, like, she'd go and, like, do a big shop and have all the ingredients. And, like, the problem for me, especially when I was younger, was, like, working, 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 commuting home. I didn't, like, live on the way home to a grocery shop. Mm. My kitchen was separate from my lounge room, so it was a very – you remember my old place. Yes. It was like if you – Very isolated. Lynn and I would joke that if you cooked, you're in Siberia. <laughs> like, it was, there was nothing appealing about cooking the dinner that night. Like, yeah. until I discovered podcasts and then it was like, okay, I'll listen to, you know – a podcast came out on a Monday, so I was like, I'm going to cook and listen to that and then, like, do the dishes and listen to the rest. And I kind of I kind of got into an enjoyable place with it. But it was just such a slog after working all day to then think of something to cook and then mm-hmm. go past the shops. Now I live close to the shops. My kitchen's in my living space. Yeah. They're connected. And I don't mind it as much. Mm-hmm. But I think with lockdown it's that whole every night thing. Yes is the thing that's getting me down. I feel like I'm starting to enjoy cooking a bit more because it's, like, less Siberia and it is, like, kind of nice to, like, reflect on your day and, mm. you know, think while you're cooking. Like, you, it's that flow state that you go into, but only if I'm cooking one of my classics. Yeah. Not a new thing. Because classics, just you just like, do it by – you do it Yeah, by, you don't even think. By memory, you don't have to – yeah, exactly. And I think when it's I'm doing like, recipes by memory, I enjoy it. Yes, that's when you and you can, can get into a bit of a flow state and like think about your day or like process some thoughts while you do it or listen to a podcast or whatever mm. it is. But for me, it is the new cooking new things. Like, are people out there? I'm curious to know, people listening, are you out here cooking like a different meal every single night? And do you have 20 things that like that's a month where you yeah. cook like five different things for four weeks? Like, do you have leftovers in your house? Do you cook for your kids as well? Because that's another big thing for me. Is I oh, I was going to say kids. Rose's food and her yeah. like her daycare don't provide food, so I have to like think about lunch and yeah. dinner for her. And I'm just sick of thinking of lunch and dinner. I feel like cooking for kids is people. like its whole own episode because yes, I remember as a nanny. throws it on the ground. When they don't appreciate <laughs> Fuck you. your fucking – I was like, I remember making like this lemon – 
the, the kids that I nannied for loved this lemon garlic chicken. It was weird. It was, mm. But it was like a really good one because then their parents ate it as well. So I would just cook it in the day because I was working. Yeah. And um, I remember like slaving over it and just was so delicious, you know. And then I, I gave it to like, yeah, one of the little kid and he was in this like tantrumy stage and he was just like, no, and threw it on the floor. Yes. And I was, I was like, I'm going to, oh, I swear to God. There's nothing more enraging to no. me, especially when I've slaved over it. If it's one of the freezer meals that I get her and she chucks it, fine. It's a waste of money, but fine. But if I've done it mm. And she is at that stage now where mm. she just says no and, yeah. like, is a brat because she's a toddler. Uh, like oh the rage God. that bubbles up within me. It's like <laughs> it's you like, go fucking cook it on your stupid yes. little fucking Fisher, Fisher Price Fisher cooking Price set then. Kitchen. Here's some pasta sauce <laughs> and here's some, like, saggy, weird pre-cooked pasta. Yeah. Go for your life. And Do I it. can imagine it just gets worse. My brother and I were the fussiest eaters. Mm-hmm. And that's why my mum fell out of love with cooking. She is a good cook, but she was just like, fuck yes. I can't yeah. be bothered with this. And she yeah. would just be like, tacos, sausages. Like, she just... Yeah go through the the things that we would eat and we, we just had them every week yeah um, i don't know i think that's part of it as well but i just i'm very curious to know what people are doing in lockdown mm-hmm. like, i would love they, to know too actually new things like where do they find easy healthy not many ingredients things because laura henshaw yes who was on our show a few weeks ago i have now delved into you guys had me at halloumi yes the halloumi chicken bait I've delved into the Keep It Cleaner and I've made that. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. I made last night, there was a, a meatball tray mm-hmm, bake. Mm-hmm. It was pretty easy and I actually think Rosa would like it. So if people are finding like good, relatively easy, cheap, where you don't need 600,000 ingredients. Yeah. And the, the recipes I always turn out good. Like I think what I want is like... Because I have three places I go. So I do also use Keep It Cleaner. Yeah. I also use Recipe Tin Eat. Someone got me onto this. Yes, I love her. She's amazing. She does really good rissoles. Yes. Do and the rissoles. Her, yeah, yeah. And I've done – well, I haven't done the rissoles, but I did her baked ziti, which was amazing. It's like an Italian pasta yes. bake. Yeah. Um, but She's again, it's not – well, again, I find she leans more toward comfort food, which is great yeah. when you just want comfort food. But when but I want that healthy. health – Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, what are they called? That website, America, um, you know, the one Bon Appetit, um, again, but they're a bit more like not fancy, but like a little bit more fancy and it's a little bit like you need kosher salt. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to make the best fucking pasta you've ever had in your life, (laughs) but you need the kosher salt first. Um, and yeah, so I think like, but yeah, I'd love to know where you're getting your recipes from. Your, I think a while ago I actually posted a recipe thread and I actually got a few good recipes yes. out of that. Yeah. Um, and I really love when people post like those those weird ones that you've made up yourself. Like you've kind of yes. taken a recipe <laughs> and then you've just added to it. Like my lemon chicken is like that because it was originally, I'm pretty sure, a taste.com.au recipe, but mm. I can't even find it anymore. And it's yep. become a whole lot of things. And just really quickly rattling it off for anyone who's not in the Facebook oh, yes. group. It's just chicken. And then mm-hmm. you get in like a little, like, you know, like one of those bar mix blender, hand blender yep. things. Yep. Yep. Get the container that comes in. I have one. Don't know if they all do, but get that. <laughs> just any tall container. Yep. And you just put in like half a jar of Dijon mustard, like a splash of white wine, generous splash, um, a fuck ton of olive oil. I think it's like a, a cup of olive oil. Jesus. Um, yeah, because it's going to bake in it. So it's like right. it, it needs okay. it for the like, I don't know, fucking know. Anyway, salt, pepper, <laughs> chili flakes, paprika, the mm. zest and juice of one lemon, 
a whole packet of sage, fresh sage, just get the packet yeah. and just rip all the leaves off. That's done. Yeah. Um, and some garlic. And I just use mm. the jar of garlic and just put like a spoonful in. And then you just bar mix the whole fucking thing together. And then yes. just pour it over the chicken breast, oh. have them in the oven for on 180 until they're cooked. And you just cut it to check they're cooked. I think it's like oh. And it's so it good. It's so yummy. And then I use the sauce as the salad dressing. Yes. Yeah. Because oh, it's really yummy that. and zesty. And then, yeah, I'll have it on a salad or I'll do it on roast veggies um, if I want veggies. But it's so easy. But, yeah, like I love those recipes. So if you've got one of those. Yes, I love anything that bakes because you can clean up in stages or go have a shower or whatever. Love that vibe. I love to bake something. Yes, same. Where it involves, okay, now I'm going to walk away. Like the the meatballs last night from Keep It Cleaner, they were the mozzarella meatball tray bake. That was delicious. Yes, yes. If you have that app, then you should do that one. Do that because it was delicious. Yes, I actually didn't share any recipes in that thread, so I will. I think I'll put my satay chicken which is actually from my trainer mish yeah tell us your satay chicken or is it need the whole recipe no no it's so easy it's literally chicken Mm -hmm. uh, no way (laughs) curry powder peanut butter like i use a healthy because it was part of a diet Mm. so i use like a healthy peanut butter but you can use any peanut butter um chili flakes and what you do is you just brown the chicken first Mm. then you just I just get everything ready because it cooks quite quickly. Mm. So I have everything ready and then you just like pour it all in, like the peanut butter, the curry powder, the chili flakes and water and you just like mix it really fast and it like goes, it's really like obviously because of the water, it's like runny Mm. and then it thickens up really quickly Mm. and then I just steam uh, broccoli and carrot Mm -hmm. and have it with brown rice. Yum. Yum because I love satay. Yeah, it's so delicious and so easy. I'll put put it properly in there but... It's delicious, easy, and healthy, so it's like ticking all those boxes. Yeah, I love that. And you just chuck whatever veggies if you want capsicum or if you like those little bamboo-y things or oh, like yeah, baby like corn really. or whatever you want. Yeah. I just like broccoli and carrot. They're my two faves. I have them with everything. Yeah. Yes, that's my tip. But, yeah, join the Facebook group. Um, you're doing great, sweetie, on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Email us yes. recipes. All of, all of our contact details are in the show yes. notes. So yes. go nuts. Literally pepper us with recipes and ideas. Yes, we would love it. And we'd love hacks. it. And if you've got time, if you can give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, that would be very helpful. Yes, please do that. Um, and tell a friend. Tell yes, one share friend. this with the, that friend that was bitching to you about cooking the other day or the friend who yes. literally the only thing that they know how to cook is like, boiled rice with satay sauce on it which yep. i used to love in my uni years Yum. so there you go <laughs> it all comes full circle doesn't it, it does. <laughs> thanks for listening guys <laughs> bye